Hello and welcome back to the Bring It podcast. Hi. Hello. Except we're not a film podcast today. No, we're, we're a lads podcast. Well, that's that doesn't seem like a the right sort of thing to say for this one, a lads yeah. podcast. That we'd be talking about like tits and beer and stuff. If it was a lads podcast. No, no, no. We we're being we're being we're crushing the stereotypes and we're having a deep chat. Yeah. This is maybe this a, is a, a gentleman's podcast. podcast. Yeah. It, the gen- okay, a, yeah, a gentleman's podcast with top hats and monocles. Yeah, mm. I, but I think they're I think they're quite stiff usually with their emotions. What top hats and monocles? Well, that's the stereotype <laughs> that I'm okay, sort of we're aligning. In, we're with. an open, we're a friendly gentleman podcast today. Mm. So, if anyone's got any jokes, get them out now because this is a serious episode. Why? Why did the um, chicken cross the road? I don't know. I don't know. Get to the other side. What, what, oh, okay, that's. I thought you were going to do a bit what, more. What did, what did the cowboy say when he went to his second rodeo? Yeehaw! He said, "This isn't my first rodeo." <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Right, so we've yeah we've 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 got the audience laughing now. Oi, stern up. Mm. Um, so there's this very very good, um, admittedly TikTok channel, and, and Tom, you're going to have to remind me again because I've forgotten. It's called To Achieve You. To Achieve You. And they go around, they, they ask these very uh, invasive questions, you might say, to, um, to people, people. And they end up having, yeah, just random people. And they start having a very deep conversation with them. And I thought, wow, that's like some of the best viewing I've done in a while. And I end up binging a bunch of them. And I was like, very ambitious for a film slash sort of chatty comedy podcast but mm. why don't we provide that entertainment for the masses and i think it's going to be a bit more difficult talking to people we know rather than strangers but yeah especially Let's people we know and actively dislike mm. Mm. yeah i'm gonna to have to turn off my hate of henry for this one mm. and really just be uh, listening and open with it the what what we're not doing jokes anymore, Rory. Oh, the deadline sorry, passed. Right. Yeah, sorry. Oh, yeah, that was a joke. Yeah, I'm yeah. trying right. to. Fo- I want to start with a mellow one to ease us into it. Mm. Um, okay, I'll start with Rory. What are you grateful for? Um, well, delete one of my questions. <laughs> <laughs> was your one directly aimed at me as well? No, it's just it's just one of them. Was what is something you're grateful for? Uh, I am grateful to have. This I this is gonna sound cliche. I'm grateful to have a, a roof over my head and mm. a loving family that are happy to sort of look out for me and provide for me while I sort of figure out what I want to do with my life. Because mm. I don't really know. I have no clue what I want to do in terms of job or in I terms of that. income. So yeah, I think in a lot of other countries you just wouldn't get that protection, would you? You just have to go out and earn money and you know, provide for your family, whereas I guess mine are still providing for me at 23 while I figure it all out. Yeah, cliche is not going to be a criticism we have today, I reckon. Okay. I Good. think it is. <laughs> That's a joke again, Tom. No, Stop. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> we did say. I'm sorry, Master. Oh. Right, someone else may go. Oh, are we, are we not both answering them? Um, nah, just make it a bit more personal rather than like oh, open to enough. the floor uh, you can I'll, choose who you think's got the best answer it's, it's gonna be mean if you just you both ask each other the whole time <laughs> yeah just exclude Tom <laughs> Henry <laughs> oh, have you, have you got... what's something you love about yourself I love about myself oh okay um, that's an interesting one um, 
I don't. I th- I think I'm fairly authentic nowadays. Didn't used didn't used to be, but I don't. I don't think I am. Um, don't think I'm very. Um, I don't think I kind of make up my responses. I think I'm like on the. I think I know who I am now. So mm. that's probably one of those things. Do you think that's something that came from going away to uni and sort of potentially? Yeah, Potent- I think it's sometimes. Yeah, sometimes it helps to be around different people uh, for a bit, and then you realise what things you were copying for a while and what things you're copying now. And sometimes you sort. And, and I think event. Yeah, eventually you kind of find a middle ground, don't you? But that's yeah, that's yeah. helped. And I think I, I think yeah, so, sometimes it's difficult for that to happen until later on in life. And I think I've got there quite early, which I'm very happy about. It's it's interesting. I've I've found that as well when I went away to uni and sort of started interacting with different people because a lot of mm. the whole time we were here, we were sort of in one group of people. Or at least I was. Yeah. Um, mm. As soon as I started interacting with other people, I sort of learned. I don't know. I guess more how I want to be myself. Like my yeah. reactions to stuff were just my reactions, like you said. Mm. Yeah, that's just it's that's a nice. good question. Uh, Tom, do you want to go? Yeah. Um. Well, well, I don't. I don't. I feel like I'm not going to address this to anyone in particular. I'll just let whoever feels like they can answer it just take the floor. Um, okay. When do you feel most at peace? It's another good question. I think I've even heard mm. that one. Yeah, that's right. Tom for the win. Mm, I think I could take this one. I, it's mm-hmm. just because it's, pop, it's popped into my head because of I went to the gym a bit earlier and I did a 6K on the treadmill. Ooh. And I, fe- I, I find a lot when I'm running, I feel most at peace because you really only, you do sort of think about other things, but it's like a sort of, it's a bit of a trance state where mm-hmm. you feel quite focused. I guess because you're quite focused on, I don't know, uh, keep him running and mm, continually breathing. running reaching your goal and just yeah breathing i find that the clarity of thoughts is a lot better and mm. my mood is a lot higher heightened not just while i'm running but after so i guess while running is my moment of peace so um, that's interesting i can't I, relate to that one person i was gonna say i could relate to that either i do i do exercise but i wouldn't have picked that so that i don't exercise so. that, <laughs> <laughs> well tom that was a joke again uh, so uh, that wasn't a joke. That was, I was just being serious. Mm, I, don't, I don't know. Uh, I, I found that that has come over time since I've got used to running because I run quite a lot. At the start, mm. it was like you're sort of in, I guess, fight or flight, and you panic because you're like, oh my god, I can't control my breathing here. I'm going to stop. I want to stop. And then eventually, you sort of just realise you have to push through that first bit, and then it becomes just like a singular focus to push forward. Yeah, that is a. That is fairly well established. It's like the the war, isn't it? Mm. I I think my answer is actually a lot simpler. I think it's just when I think I think a lot of things have to come into place though. So like you have to have a have had a sort of a calm week work wise, like not nothing outstanding, nothing like to worry about. And then usually sort of maybe after football or say if we have like a rare one where we go out quite early, like when it's still daytime and have a drink. I think that's like pretty much ideal. When we're like, oh, like when a lot of people are there, people we know, like well, like close friends. Because uh, I mean, when it's later, I sort of have my eye on the clock. So I think most at peace would be, you know, done some exercise, haven't got any real stresses throughout the week, and then you, you kind of just sit in talking to people. That'd probably be my one. Nice. 
My my re- my immediate thought was asleep, but I, g- I guess you can't really count that because you're not really <laughs> you're not conscious, not really actively conscious that you're peace in pe- at peace. Hmm. But wasn't I don't need to answer the question because it was my one. Yeah, no, you don't. Oh, no. sorry, that was that was kind of half a joke. Oh, sorry, anyway. Rory. <laughs> anyway, Rory, oh, mean as well. You actually. may go. You may yeah. go. Oh, it's me. No, it's me, isn't it? So yeah, we're going yeah, on the order of the thing. Um, I haven't found that. I'm trying to escalate it up very, very slowly. Um, okay. How do you want to die? <laughs> I, I'm not going on the sad ones yet. Um, there are some sad ones. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, this is very mellow. What song in- inspired you the most, Tom? What song? Yeah. Or has a song inspired you incredibly? Um, I don't know if it's one that's inspired me. I like my. I immediately went to three songs in my head but i don't know if they necessarily inspired me i'm just thinking of them as like my favorite songs it doesn't even have to be lyrics it can literally just be yeah. a tune that changes your mood every single time um are they are they by 303 is that no. why there's three of them oh, okay sorry no, it's a joke no no no, no. It's a joke. It's a joke. it was a good one though um the Thanks. first song that came to my head was knights of sidonia by muse i think that's a, that is definitely a song that i think can immediately lift my mood Mm. because it's just it's a good lovely prog rock song and every time it gets into that little guitar riff towards the third act of the song fucking it hypes me up every time um the next two songs firstly i thought of lover you should have come over by jeff buckley Mm. um i think one of the most beautifully poetic songs i've ever heard and there's the the lines in that are just so well written and they i don't know if i'd say they make me think about things but they definitely like spark some response yeah it's a sad song it's a very it's a very sad song and it's just so beautifully well written and the other one is also by jeff buckley it's his cover of hallelujah which i mm. think is firstly one of the greatest songs ever written and i think his cover is the best version of that song mm. But I would—I don't know if I'd say they inspired me, because yeah, I feel like I suppose inspiring you into yeah. a good mood every time you yeah. listen is is a is a shortcut to that answer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, but yeah that, very, was, that was a very was, mellow one. Yeah. Cool. Uh, uh, this one. Oh, I don't know. Okay. Okay. Yeah. One for you again, Tom. Ooh. What's a negative trait you have that you want to change? Or that you feel you have. It's level um, two now, I reckon we're on. Yeah. Fried raised I, I think a lot of the time I struggle with motivation. Mm. Um I think that I think it's a big reason why I'm sort of sitting comfortably in a job that I don't want to do. Mm. It's not something you I'd want as a career, but I, I do I need to get better at sort of motivating myself to sort of improve the parts of my life I don't like. Interestingly, on that exact same channel, I think someone, he asked someone that and his response was, he tries not to go off motivation, he tries to go off discipline. So rather mm. than sort of wait, rather than sort of, um, sort of sticking around, waiting for that sort of in, bit of momentum, he basically, he's just sort of the master of his own moods and swings and stuff like that. Mm. So, like, yeah, that's a difficult thing to learn, isn't it? Yeah, definitely, definitely. 
Good question. Um, your turn, Tom. All right. Uh, okay. Um, what? Again, I'm just going to ask this for anyone who wants to answer it. What is a compliment that you wish you received more often, or just re- wish you received at all? Oh. That's I thought, a that toughie. A, I thought that was an interesting one. I wonder if it, I wonder if it would be something you don't get, or if it would be mm. something you've got and you know how nice it is to get it. Yeah, that's an interesting. That's it. It could be something that you like about yourself that no one ever mentions, or it could be something that you just wish people would notice more often. Like any anything like that. It was nice when, like, a few. I think it was a month or two ago. Someone noticed that. I'd lost weight after going to the gym. Mm. Mm. That was quite Everyone nice. said that. Everyone said yeah. that, I think. But yeah, I suppose. Yeah, I think that... very is, noticeable. Yeah, well, I, I suppose because I've still been working at it. This isn't even like a thing, like I, I think you guys should say it more, but it's just nice to hear that often, especially if you yeah. work. It's like working hard at anything to, for someone to notice it. And I suppose that's what I've worked hardest at lately. So I guess that is one that I'd like to hear more mm. often. Hmm. You know, I, I, I think, I, oh, it's, it's, uh, it's proper, yeah. I, so, like, I've had, like, one or two comments about having a glow up, and that was that was really nice to hear. It was probably, like, one of the rarer compliments I've had. Um, so, that yeah, that was nice to hear, because, obviously, I was a little dorky shorty for a very long time. I'm still a dorky <laughs> shorty. <laughs> shorty. What? You said it like an American talking to his girlfriend. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I think it just sounds too British if you say shorty, doesn't it? Sounds always too, yeah. So we, uh, you know, shorty. yeah. So that was that was that was quite a night. I think because yeah, because it was slightly rarer. Like I think mm. a lot of the other things I'm good at, I'll get the occasional compliment for anyway. But that one was quite a new one for me, sort yeah. of going into my twenties rather than getting in my teens. So that was one. Nice. Oh, it's All me. Right, so, yeah, shorter. I think I have one that would lower the level again, so I'm not going to do that one. Um, you mean lower the level? Well, like go down? Yeah, the... like like uh. tame, like really tame. Mm. Oh. Do I go there yet? No, I won't go there yet. What's a memory you'll always have, Rory? You're always cold close. Oh, God. Uh... Hmm instinctually visceral um that's hard uh i guess a happy memory that comes to mind immediately was seeing um camel fat at uh, at Creamfields last year with my uni mates I think just because I hadn't seen them for a long time and it was such a good mm. set and it was just everyone around me there was like a sea of just like happiness like it felt like everyone was their dopamine had spiked and just everyone was in a good mood I, I wonder why <laughs> <laughs> I thought I, I wasn't going to say it <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what you're talking about there Tom <laughs> but yeah it was just like everyone was just in such a happy place and it was just with people that I hadn't seen for a long time and I was happy to see them mm. And I think it was the last show of the whole weekend as well. So it just mm-hmm. felt like the perfect sort of closing moment to what had been one of the best, like, recent, I don't know, spaces of time in my life. 
That's very different to the, the immediate memory that popped into my head. Go on, Tom. So was, if you got an yeah. answer, yeah, I was. I thought, yeah, I was immediately in my head. It popped up to Christmas Day when I was either seven or eight, and I got a Nintendo DS. <laughs> and with that Nintendo DS, I got Pokemon Diamond, Animal Crossing, and FIFA 07. Uh, and not, not, not Nintendogs? No. I, my oh, sister's got Nintendogs, but I didn't. All oh, right. Um, it's bollocks. We all got DSs. <laughs> um, but they didn't get Pokemon. But I, yeah, I, I just I remember that Christmas, I think, more vividly than probably any other Christmas I've had. And I remember going to my grandma's that day, taking my DS. I picked Piplup as my starter on Pokemon. Evolved it all the way into whatever the second generation, so the second evolution of that is called. Just a fun day, and it's one of the Christmases I remember the most. And the second memory that came into my mind was probably around the same time, same age. Um, and one time, my brother tickled me so much I threw up on him. <laughs> and I don't That's know why that popped into that, pop, that popped into my head as well. It's just when you said <laughs> when you talked about because the way you phrased it, you went, "Yeah, what's, a memory, what's a memory you'll always have?" And I was just like that. Those both immediately popped into my head. No, to be I, fair, I never ruled out deep trauma, did I? Yeah, exactly. The way, I, the, the way I imagine that isn't you as a kid, though. It's you now getting tickled by your brother now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we forgot what you looked like when you were younger. So. Uh, I look like a seven-year-old version of me. That's probably, that, Honestly, that's really not far off. I think that would be top five. Like Getting, getting a game that you were like maybe a bit behind with, that you'd mm. like had this big legacy I attached to it. that game. I love that yeah. game. One of my favourites. Rory, you're up. I'm up. Um, okay. What did lockdown teach you about yourself that you didn't know before? Either of you can... I made that one up myself, so either of you can take that. Um, I... I've, I've got an answer to this. Um, it, um, before... While I was at uni and before lockdown i always had in my head that i would quite like a career in writing and then when lockdown happened all three of us remember it's when we started this but it's also when we all started writing a bit more and we started doing reviews for things yeah and as much as i thought that i my reviews for things were quite good it made me realize that i really didn't want to do anything to do with it in as like a career Mm. yeah interesting the more I the more I would write these reviews for like things, the more I'd be like, I couldn't do this as a job. I, I don't think I don't know what it is. I like, I'd enjoy writing them and I enjoy putting my thoughts into like like onto a page and then onto medium, but I just I didn't like it enough, I guess. And it wasn't something I could envision myself doing as a job. Mm. I don't think I I wasn't thinking while Tom was speaking, so I won't. I don't have an answer for that. At at least that that gave you the chance to figure that out before you stepped into a job where you'd be doing that full time. Yeah, it was good that we decided to use our time really with lockdown. Mm, Yeah, definitely with with this. Yeah, Tom. Um, the one, the other one I've got actually is it was in the video I watched. It was coupled with the one I just asked. So after what's a compliment you wish you got more often, he also asked, when was the last time you gave someone a compliment? 
that more often nowadays, although I always forget. Mm. Mm. Um, last one. That's the thing. I reckon. I maybe I'm. Or just what's one you one. remember you did recently? Oh, the last one I remember doing was like a backhanded one. It was like a way of telling the truth to someone. But yeah, I don't want to mention <laughs> that one. Uh, yeah, like I was saying, like, I try to tell the truth as well nowadays, which because then the compliments obviously mean more. Yeah. You want people to trust your compliments rather than just say, "Okay, he's a person who compliments." Um, I think. I think I said to someone at work that they dyed their hair and I said, oh, that suits you or something like that. And they gave me a funny look like I don't usually give comp- compliments, but that's the last one I can remember saying. Oh, that's, that's a weird way to react to. Yeah, that really suits you. Yeah, I know. I, I thought that, but maybe they, maybe they don't like you. Like, <laughs> why, are you why are you talking yeah. to me? <laughs> oh, God, this guy again. No, not him. <laughs> it's a very awful example but my last one was probably yesterday at six aside when we were playing football and someone had a scored a goal and i said i just went great goal <laughs> <laughs> it's a really boring answer because you literally say yeah. so much during football goal. that you're covering yeah. a bunch of these questions but yeah oh it's really annoying i don't have a better answer for that though because i i definitely have got some better ones like, mm. they're just deep in my memory so um Right. Um, ooh, Tom. Oh, hello. When are you saddest? When am I saddest? Hmm. Mm. Well, as whether, whether it's consistent or whether it's like one time or a couple of times. Um, I remember when I first got to uni, first like two weeks, that was not great. Oh, same. Like, yeah. just... I remember when my mum was leaving after she dropped me off and I just walked back into like the flat and I was just like, oh, fuck. It was like a massive <laughs> realisation. It was like a massive realisation that I was just like, I'm on my own now. Yeah. Like, the first two weeks were fucking dreadful. It was a mix of like, of just not thinking. Because I felt after the first two weeks, I know it's probably the same for everyone, but like, it felt like people had already sort of created groups and I, mm. I had, I didn't get that. And like, I wasn't going out as much as I wanted or felt I should. And I was just like, Oh, I'm not going to make any friends here. And I hate it. Mm. I feel like so that, that was the first thought that came into my head. I wouldn't say it's any, I can't think of anything like consistent mm. that hits me like that. Unless you know, I like, when I watch normal people or something, <laughs> <laughs> you, you know how crazy it's so it was so opposite for me i can't yeah. remember if i ever told anyone this but i cried the first day i got to uni because yeah. i was so i think i mainly because i was really nervous it was like a, a physical reaction mm. um I can't, I can't remember i can't remember what the other reason probably it was but um that's the, the funny thing is i i literally was like manic the first yeah. day and then I went out that night and met some people and I did, well, they weren't even part of my group and I settled in the first week or two, I actually settled in quite quickly. But that first day was like, I was a nervous wreck. Mm. Mm. I think yeah, it's, it's definitely, it's a massive thing. Cause you like, I remember at the time I thought, Oh, I was like, well, old now I'm moving out. I'm an adult. You're, you're, I mean, you're 18. You're fucking still really young. Mm. Like we're 23 now. But when I think about what I was when I was 18, I feel like I was a fucking child. 
I only felt like I've been growing up like properly the last year or two. Mm. And like, like an at that at that age, them just being like, right, you're moving out for three years. There you go. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, it's interesting. I didn't even go to I didn't even go to the visits, did I? Like the little, you know, like the Norfolk thing at school. Didn't even do that. Didn't go to any of them. Yeah, well, I don't think I did. No, I went oh. to trips. Nothing, nothing where you stay away. I didn't do any of that. Oh wow, it's um, it's interesting because my experience of being well, like prolonged, prolonged, sad, was different. Because I, I think for those first two weeks was like some of the like the most fun I had at uni because it was mm. so. I don't know. It was just carnage. Like everyone, yeah. all of these eighteen-year-olds chucked together for the first time going away. Like. I was a little bit sad when my parents first left, but I think all of my flat came into the like the yeah. living area straight after, and we started drinking, and then it became pretty easy. But then it was later on in the year that I had like I wasn't going to lectures, and I'd just be in the flat all day, and there'd be like I think there was three weeks where I hardly left, and that was probably like the most depressed and down I've been. Yeah. So I, I, I don't know. About this. I remember we spoke about this and I remember thinking it was interesting how we had it at different, completely different times during uni in general. Yeah. Mine was more third year. Yours was like, like at the start and then you kind of got out of it. Mm. Yeah. Which is interesting. Mm. Um, who just went? You did. Did I? Oh, okay. Oh, so it's me. Oh, of course. Yeah. Cause it was yeah. from the one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, if we, I feel like we've got to the point where we're asking the hard-hitting ones. Uh, mm. When was the last time you cried, and why? Anyone can answer that. When was the last time I cried? Does it count if it's like literally like a, almost like a tiny one? Nah, I'd yeah. say I think we're, I think we're well, talking like blood proper, here. Cause, yeah, because it's been a while. Like, since the, that's what because we were discussing this at the pub the other day. Weirdly. Oh yeah, yeah we were. We were, yeah, and I was like, it's been, it's been so long since I've blubbed. I do feel like with guys, it's rarer, usually. Mm. Um, but, like, I've done, like, I've had times where I've been overwhelmed, so I've watched something sad to, like, get me over yeah. the line a bit. Because, like, it's, sometimes it was really needed, it just doesn't happen, you have to watch something sad. Mm. Um, it's, it's, and even that was, like, tough. For For men, you just hold it in, don't you? And then it all comes out once. That's yeah. the experience I've had. Not even manually though. I think it's like no. it's it's almost like it. Yeah, it doesn't. It's almost like a very tight lid. It's like you don't yeah, put, yeah. you don't do anything. There's no force. It's just there. Mm. That's what I think. That's sometimes a bit of a misconception because people think. Yeah, you don't. We have to try really try hard not to. Not to. Yeah, you don't yeah. actually try not to. You just you just don't. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Like a really l- rusty opening that mm. won't budge. I think my. Yeah. Uh, I can say my my last one if. Mm. Gives you time to think. Uh, I was going to say my last time I cried is what I meant. Oh, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) It was was on at uni, and I think I was just feeling lonely. I can't Mm. really remember why, but uh, it all just came out at once, and I think it had been like a prolonged sort of feeling. I had it in third year, and I I was quite happy throughout most of third year. But it all just came out at once. And like, I think I, I like ran out of the club and someone had to run after me. It was like one of the weirdest, most hysterical things I've done. Yeah. Um, oh and my then God. I just, Sometimes it just sort of happens and you don't really have explanations for it. Yeah. And I woke up the next morning and I was like, what even happened last night? Like, I, I hardly remembered most of it. Mm. It was really weird. 
You've literally just reminded me, Rory, and it's way more embarrassing. I don't know if it's more embarrassing. Well, it's not nothing's none of, embarrassing. None of it's embarrassing, Henry. It, it, well, it kind of is because, like, I was so I didn't get let into a club, oh. um, and and I was being all aggressive, and I went to get food, and then I came what, back. To the bomb, that's what you, like the bouncer. To, not like not like physically. Like I was, <laughs> I was, oh, I was beat you up, mate. I was, I, love you. I was just like I was. I think I called him something. Um, but like Ooh. I went and got got some food, and then I came back and, and and like I waited for like I think I actually waited for like an hour because my mates came out after like a while and saw me, and I was just shivering because I didn't bring a car. I was trying to make the bouncer feel sorry for me and let me in, <laughs> and and I just and I, as, soon, as soon as the mate came out, I just cried. Got no idea why. Yeah. I I think to be fair, I think he kept that a secret for a while, and then he told people when we we're having an argument. So you know. Oh, what a nice guy. Yeah, but no, nah, he's all right. He's all right. He knows if he listens. But um, yeah, that was, that's a weird one, isn't it? I don't, I don't know if that was the last one, but I don't remember many occasions. So Yeah, anyway. Sorry. Next. It's my guy, isn't it? I believe so. Um, if we're going deeper again. Um, what? Who, no, not what? Who do you love the most in life and why? That's one of mine. Yeah, get fucked. <laughs> I, d- I do feel like the natural, the natural one feels like, like, cause if it, for instance, I think I take like actual re- um, relatives for granted. Mm. Yeah. Like it feels less natural to say it or even think it um, because you're sort of too afraid to go there. But I, I'm, I'm sometimes a bit afraid to go there. Yeah. Um, so my like my natural example would be my dogs, but it's probably not true. Like, I probably do love my parents and not like and my like, my yeah, like and... Naturally, people show like more affection to their pets than like people in their life. But I feel like if you were actually like forced to answer, that's, that's just because it's easier because your pets can't talk, isn't it? They've, yeah. like, there's no like a uh, weird comment and stuff that will come after. Yeah, they're just yeah. sort of <laughs> yeah, up. Just, yeah. You walked up to your mum and like grabbed her face and went, you afraid of you? a bit weird. <laughs> that's just playing though. That's not, that's not showing love. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, did, you, did you have an answer for that, Tom? Um, probably my mum. Yeah. I'd, like I yeah, think. I'd, I'd say my mum and dad closely followed by Bakaya Saka. Mm. Oh, Bakaya Saka. Ooh. It's not a joke. He brings me so much joy. There's not many, <laughs> there's not many other people in my life that the give me as much joy as that man. That's fair enough. He makes my weekend most weekends. I hope he hears yeah. this. He will. He's a, he's, he's a bigger fan. I love you, Bakaya. Well, yes, they've done deep questions. <laughs> Finally. Um... Oh, you've just gone, Thomas, haven't you? Um, yes, I did. Can I add Mikel Arteta to my love list? No, you can't. Yeah, he's up there. <laughs> Cease with the jokes. Okay. Um, hmm. What's something no one knows about you, Rory? Um, don't know. <laughs> I try to think. That's actually that is a tough question. Actually, I feel like I'm quite an open person. I feel like I mm. tell you guys quite a lot. Okay, well, you can you can think, think back to that. I'll ask another one. Yeah. Um, that's a tough. Oh, one. I'm not gonna. This would be like it's gonna. I I can think of like 
something weirdly specific that someone definitely doesn't know about me, like the length of my pinky finger. But... Oh, you're going to say something else. Then. No. <laughs> Even a pinky, I was still, you know, I hold it. <laughs> no, but just something so weird that no one would ever know unless someone acts like when I'm going to measure your finger. Do you but, know like, the exact length for your pinky finger? No, I, I don't know either. So oh, no, right, literally okay. no one knows. Like for okay. a certainty. Okay, right, I'll change this. Rory, what have you given up on? Oh, um, I've given up on trying to... Oh, there we go. When I was at uni, and I suppose it's still in the back of my mind, I, kind, I wanted to be like a screenwriter. I still think I quite um... would like to. But for the minute, I have given up on it because I just don't have like the creativity, the ideas. And I feel like a lot of ideas for films come from life experiences. So yeah, I agree. I feel well, like I'm sort know. of... Yeah, I'm, I feel like I've, I've given up on that for now. and Maybe I'll, I'll go back to it at a later date when I feel like I have something interesting to write about, something that we'll, a lot of people can relate to. Yeah, I do agree. I think a lot of like, you never see really young writers unless they're like geniuses. geniuses. Yeah. yeah. Or it's like a horror film where there's not much of it. Or they've gone through some awful life, life trauma in their childhood and yeah. written about it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a fairly solid answer. Tom, Tom, did you have one in mind or a bit um, of a spring on you? But I don't, I can't think of something to be honest. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Rory. I also had that question as one of mine, so I'll delete that. Rory's go. Uh, what is your biggest struggle right now? Oh, that is the crux, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. It's a lot better than it used to be, I won't lie. Um, maybe like trying to balance all of the bits of my life, maybe, and then trying to give each part of my life as much time as I'd want to. Mm. Like, you know, family, different friends, all of that bit. Work as well, I guess. I suppose you work quite a lot, don't you? So. Yeah, and then have to fit in yeah. around it. Just and you work weekends, which is even worse. Yeah, that. yeah that's tough. Especially, I don't know. I guess maybe that. I don't know. I, I, it feels like not the best answer, but no, works. Yeah. I I think I have um sort of taken up the whole like um because so I think when things are getting on top of you, you kind of have you kind of have two routes, and it's kind of like to fall into it or try and prop yourself up and like they're both they're both extremely um they both actually have similar results often because holding yourself up is sometimes quite a lot of pressure Mm. so actually it does it does have a rebound if people act like it's sort of just the only way to go like sometimes like sort of feeling sorry for yourself is quite a quick fix like a it gives you like weird it gives you like a weirdly good feeling like sort of being a a victim and stuff i think sometimes yeah like and it's not actually that helpful a lot of the time but like I think just being having a really, really changeable mood all the time and sort of getting um getting used to like not just chasing dopamine hits all the time. Mm. And like sort of yeah. allowing yourself to feel alright without feeling all heightened all the time and you know. It's a That's difficult um, challenge being an adult. Because things are happening all the time. Delayed gratification and uh stoicism to an extent discipline 
like learning that you have to I don't know you have to put in the work first and then enjoy it later because it's a better it's a better dopamine hit and it's more healthy for mm. you as a person yeah yeah I think that yeah I think so it's just, just sort of a very very changeable just sort of a very changeable mood like um that kind of um I can't, why do why can't I remember the word but just I just sort of you you can never really predict how you'll feel one day yeah mm. but it's it's definitely not as bad as it was a year ago. Definitely yeah. not like three years ago. Third year was a joke. Mm. Would never want to go back there. But yeah, but I think that's, that was a, that yes, was, a, you don't have to. Oh yeah. Well, it was, it was less, it was less of a time and more of a set of circumstances that mm. yeah. definitely repeat themselves. If I was <laughs> silly, I think it, it's, it's like everything, isn't it? Like eventually. So people kind of, say about when you're when you're feeling really bad like you it's just a state you really can't do anything about and often yeah. it's kind of actually it's as something you can do a lot about but it's just very difficult to motivate yourself because it is like no instant gratification so yeah. i was at uni third year like I, I imagine it could be the same for you in first year Roy, but like eating too much junk food drinking too much terrible sleeping schedule unsatisfied with how i was doing at uni and therefore not going you know, like those things. Like, how can anyone handle having too many of those things? Yeah. Like, I, rem- I remember, like, I remember things were just sending me over the edge. Like, nothing things was, in- and that I think that's very much physical, rather than well, f- physiological and physical are very intertwined, aren't they? But people mm-hmm. kind of sometimes disassociate them and say, because because like there's the, there's those memes about oh, depressed, go for a run. Like, oh, what a joke! But can't you know? It's kind of that's it kind does, of just the uh, that's work. Yeah. Yeah, it's the start, isn't it? Yeah. But yeah. Um, who was? Who just went? Oh, it was Rory, wouldn't it? It was me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's level three. I think that's the first level three, isn't it? Uh, I suppose I did the last time you cried one. That might be level three. Nah. 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 Okay. Nah. <laughs> people, people cry over nothing sometimes. Yeah, that's true. My, For a bloke, maybe it's level three. I've got, I've got two left, and one of them. Um, one of them sort of like the same question someone asked earlier, but a bit different. And um, one of them's like a level one. So I'll just I'll go with the one that's just a bit different. Um, like Roy asked, when was the last time you like properly cried? This one I've got is what is your like from memory the most or like hardest cry you've had? Mm. If if you can remember a specific, oh, um, that's that's deep. Yeah, I, it's probably when my um my grandma got um cancer diagnosis, mm. and I was oh, and I yeah. swear to God, I don't. I imagine both of you would remember something like this. I was living with her yeah. for a bit. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so yeah, we got along very very well. I used to go there every weekend. Um. And it happened while I was living there. Yeah. Went there and it was like, yeah. We, so I knew nothing about anything that was going on. And my mum, my stepdad went with her to the hospital and she had terminal lung cancer. And I, I think, I can't remember if I even reacted straight away. I yeah. think it was later on that night. I was just being all sorry for myself and going out and like basically going and going and going and going. 
Yeah, that's probably. But that's yeah. That's not even yeah. That's not shocking. That's quite an yeah, yeah. understandable. That's one. A very understandable reason. Mm. Mm. Uh, I think I probably I have got an answer. I I remember when in I must have been eight, eighteen just before uni. Well, no, it was mm. a it was like halfway through the last year of sixth form, and uh, I had a, I was talking to this girl for a long time. I'm not going to name names. But it didn't work out in the end. And on that same work mm. uh, weekend where I sort of found out it wasn't going to happen, I was getting blamed for something in our group chat. I just remember that. I find I found all of that so overwhelming that yeah. I had to go and talk to my mum about it and just just broke down and cried for like, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes. Mm. Just one of the worst. It was just like two yeah. things hitting at the same time. It just felt yeah. so like so much despair at once. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but since then, I haven't really had. Other than that, I can't think of a time in my life when it's been that overwhelming. Mm. Name and shame. No, no I'm joking. I'm <laughs> yeah, very joking. Yeah, definitely joking. I think if anyone, if anyone ever matched you on Tinder and listened to the podcast, they're all feeling bad simultaneously right now. <laughs> yeah, could be. Sorry, no, no jokes. No jokes. <laughs> <laughs> right yeah tom um wait is it tom yeah no oh. that was my question that was tom yeah yeah that was me oh. yeah i think i've actually i think i actually went too quickly to level three um tom what's something you were insecure about no is that we've already done that one haven't we that you've grown out of i don't think we have no, oh we I haven't no it's like similar early on i think Something I was insecure about that I'm not anymore. Um, uh, like school or something. Sick form. Could be like literally when you were a kid. Yeah. I'm trying to think. I, I mean, at school. I did used to think like I was like I'm not saying I'm the complete opposite now but I used to like in my head I was just like I'm the most like hideous person and I, I'm, I'm not saying I'm like oh fucking Brad Pitt now but I feel like no, I, I feel better about actually... myself thank you it's alright I, I feel I feel, oh, I feel a, bit be- a bit better about myself now than I did then but I wouldn't say yeah. it's an insecurity I've gotten over that does that does surprise me a bit, to be honest. I used to, I, w- I, yeah, I guess that. I used to not like. I used to have quite bad skin as well, but I think I've sort of helped. That's probably a better one because I quite like my skin now. Oh, nice. I don't know. I haven't really thought about that. I don't think there's many that I've gotten over. Hmm. I used to think I wasn't very funny, but obviously now I'm like hilarious. Well, that's why you have a podcast, and they don't. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Who's they? Just them. All the people listening to us by default are less funny. Yeah, that is true. That's how it works. Otherwise, they'd have a podcast. Mm. Yeah. 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 Um, Not many people have podcasts at all. Yeah. There's there's five different podcasts going on at the moment. Yeah, I'm one of them. I may just cross off my last one. Um, I think. Um. What's something you're worried about? That I'll open this to the floor. What's this something you're worried about about the next decade? 
uh, finding a proper career. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm quite worried that, like, I really, really hope this isn't the case, but I'm quite worried that this time in like five years, I'll still be where I am and I would fucking hate that. Yeah. I think that's um, kind of the same with me, except yeah. less, less career, more just yeah. everything. I want everything yeah. to be different other than maybe mates and place I live. Mm. Yeah, in like maybe in like a wider sense, you know, just the general direction of the country and the world. Yeah, quite mm. bad. So, yeah, but... I, I think I'm I'm the same with that on career. But I feel like because of how much everything costs now, the worry mm. in my head is that I won't be able to move out and live on my own yeah. for the next like yeah. five ten years. Like, I have a job yeah. that I want, live on my own, and start just building a life on my own away from living at home now mm. that's a big worry for me oh, i reckon man. that all all three of us sort of have that similar worry because obviously we're in similar positions on that front i reckon yeah, that definitely. if you if you interviewed people our age that'd be the main thing that would come up i was about to say that's probably quite universal but like if yeah. so many people our age that we know you might well be listening they probably probably said that before we did mm. but yeah that, that is me rinsed questions if anyone's got anyone i've got i've got one more and it can bring things down a little bit from level three to a level one um what's something you miss about childhood or like your childhood or just you know what's the question might be level one but it's a good question yeah Uh, what one that comes to mind immediately for me is i used to love sitting on my PlayStation and just playing games for like five or six hours. Mm. And now I feel guilty if I do that. Like I never had that feeling when I was younger. Borderlands 2 days. On the Xbox yeah, or Halo 3 days. Mm. They were good. Modern Warfare Co- 2. Co-op in that. Yeah, co-op in Halo 3 yeah. campaign and getting yeah, me, into Scarab. Me and you played co-op on like Halo 3 campaign. I feel like we played that campaign through like over 10 times. Yeah, we always used to replay certain missions as well, didn't we? Yeah. Oh, those were good days. Mm. I, I, I do like, think... Sorry. I was just going to say, my immediate thought to this question, genuinely, um, was school. Yeah, that like, was literally... What I was thinking this the other day. I walked past a little over... Yeah. ...rub past thing. Like, like when your parents tell you, it's just like, these are going to be the best like years of your life, and you're like, yeah, all right then. Like, genuinely, school's... Like, seeing your friends every single day doing nine till three o'clock like mm. just good vibes i like the they work may, wasn't that bad they may well not be tom mm. we're very young I'd, I'd argue uni was better than school for me anyway fair enough Apart i do understand that wasn't, your, that wasn't your child was, though was it i guess so yeah you are right thing is when you're at school it's like you're having you're constantly interacting with people there's no like moments yeah. there's no boredom there's mm. no like having to get find people to socialize you're already with them and then you might go to the park straight after school yeah you're literally meeting new people sometimes on a daily basis or speaking to someone yeah that you don't know on a daily basis well. yeah I, I, uh, okay you, you i don't really have that routine i think my more long-standing answer for that though is like um having things to look forward to constantly mm. Literally, like every mm. weekend, there were things to look forward to. Every day, there were things to look forward to, mm. like stuff being arranged for you all the time. Whereas now, you yeah. kind of like it, it's kind of like a sort of a once a week deal. Like, 
Oh, I think we'll probably go out Friday. That'll be what I look forward to. Or I've got football on Sunday. It's mm. again like I look forward to football and I go a lot now. But before, I mean, maybe before that, that was a big thing. Before I started playing football again after the pandemic. Mm. Just having weekends because obviously I went like I went to my went to see my dad weekends and stuff as well. Like and I go play play football and watch films with the pizza on a Saturday night. Like all those sort yeah. of things. Like mm. having those little happy places everywhere. I think it's just carelessness as well. Like, yeah, that is that's a don't big really worry thing. as much. Haven't learned as many things to be mm. anxious about. Yeah, yeah. Anyone else? I was nah. my last one. I'm all used up. Right. Well, mm. thank you for coming to the Bring a Mit Openness podcast. Mm. Mm. Well, we were hopeful. Yeah, we were. I hope, you feel, I hope you feel closer to us now. Yeah, mm. and you know things about us, and you know our weaknesses as well. Yeah, mm. you know how to attack us and make us I hope cry. We, I hope we haven't got any arch enemies out there. That'd be really inconvenient. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Um. So yeah. Uh, do do get do drop us an email or a message if if something resonated with us. With you, with they, is our email open <laughs> for the public? Uh, I, well, I've never got one, but it definitely exists. <laughs> it's bring a minute gmail. It's bring a minute gmail dot com. It's really not that difficult to remember. Yeah. But we've also got Instagram DMs and Twitter DMs, so that's always an alternative. Mm-hmm. And TikTok D- DMs. I don't know if I have to follow you for that, but um, you know, we did a big following spree at the start anyway. Yeah, ending strongly. Yeah, send you some memes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right, bye everyone. See ya, mate. Bye. Bye.